Welcome to the Thirst Trap Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us this episode. Next time, tell a friend and make sure you both download and subscribe to the Thirst Trap Podcast wherever podcasts are playing so you'll know exactly when the next episode will air. Enjoy. All right. Welcome back to another episode of the Thirst Trap Podcast. It's your girl, Michelle. And it's Britt, also known as Brittany Has Time Today. And today we are getting into a juicy, juicy episode. Girl. We are talking about normalizing the detachments of some relationships. Like, just cutting them off. <laughs> Cutting them off. Um, Brittany and I was having this conversation um, pretty much around um, leaving relationships and normalizing um, first females leaving a relationship and how that's just not, you know, something that's done mm-hmm. um, in our culture, you know, amongst women in general, you know. Even with um, last episode or last live episode that we did on Instagram Live, um, we were talking about Cardi B, right? Mm-hmm. And her and um, what's that man name? Offset. Offset. <laughs> um, <laughs> we were talking about their relationship, and um, just recently, Cardi B came out with pretty much a quote-unquote statement of why she's divorcing him or whatever, and she's like you know, why does he have to cheat on me for me to leave him? You know, why can't I just be tired of being like, why can't I just be sick and tired of being sick and tired? Like, why do I have to stay, you know, and let there be a possibility that he is going to cheat and then leave him. Right. Like, what do you think about that? Like, you know, a lot of people will be like, so you leaving because you sick and tired though? Yo, honestly, I think that culturally people like to glorify, like you'll see um, <clears throat> on anniversary posts, right? A lot of couples will be like, yo, we've been through it all. You dogged me back in 2002. But you know, like I held you down. You I never stopped. I'm loyal. I never said a mumbling word. Like, pause. Why are we even telling the world that you're that you were trash probably maybe still trash but because I got a nice ring because we got a house because like I'm just gonna stay so I think that it has been glorified Mm -hmm. to have the poop up relationship in the beginning Mm -hmm. and be dogged out and then glorify quote unquote holding people down whether be male or female Mm -hmm. since we're talking about females Um, holding him down and then prayerfully you know end up on the still in the relationship side I just think that as I got older like why does it have to be that you know I think that actually came you know you say it's glorified but I think you know patterns are repeated Mm. so I feel like although Papa may have been a rolling stone there was some female that stayed with Papa, like, and knew he was a Rolling Stone, and knew that uh, he yeah. had kids outside the house, and knew that. And then Rolling Stones become pebbles, and then <laughs> kids be doing the same thing, and then they becoming rocks. You, you right. get along like, <laughs> thinking that you going because that is passed down um, genetically. I feel like, like, 
I know someone personally whose brother has never met his dad, but is the same exact way as his dad, as far as promiscuous behavior, Mm -hmm. as far as his, just his behavior and outlooks towards life. Mm -hmm. Never met his dad, but is exactly the exact um, same same behavior and everything. So I think things like that is passed down to men and women genetically and it don't help that we listen to it in songs right the music and i think that um you know because they'll blast real loud like on my head five girls right when i die like what are we right um now you wear inside the woods right and it's like uh but no i think i blame dmx Stop. Keisha, Tisha, Bashana, Chana, Rhonda, Keisha. Like, wait, how many names you just run off? And we were supposed to be okay with that? Like, no. But no, I'm just playing. That was a joke. Little joke. 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 Um, but no, I really think that the music that we listen to, mm-hmm. it glorifies it. And so it might have a good beat. Mm-hmm. And you might not even realize the words that you're saying. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, then you start realizing the words you're saying, but you already been listening to this song on repeat, and now mm-hmm. you thinking like, oh, okay, well, I wonder if some people can't separate music as art as the artist's real life, right? So, and then that artist really might be living that life, mm-hmm. but at the same token, just because they're living that life does not mean that it is acceptable and that it is okay. Right. So our normal nine to five, you know, plain Jane. Yeah, he might be rapping about having six holes back at the crib. But, bro, like, you barely hanging on and you don't, like, nah, that's not going to fly. Like Barely hanging on. Yeah. <laughs> like, nah, that, that's not going to fly. But because you listen to that artist's music, yeah, you, you think, think that you could get that off, too. And that's you not You want the gangsta lean, too. Yeah, and, and glorifying giving gifts mm-hmm. as a form of apology. I'm sorry. Yeah. Nah. The greatest yeah. apology is change behavior. And yes. if you can't do that, then yes. No. Yeah. So, so <laughs> sorry. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a little spicy tonight with no line. So, <laughs> so, um, so we say that it, you know, pretty much, you know, starts, way back Mm because again things like that get repeated so now in the day and age that we're in now we have social media right so we have social media and we're in this meme age and we're in this you know tiktok age and things like that where you know like you said you see these posts and they lying through their teeth the lion king but they type in away you know what i mean and they could have had just gotten an argument with this person yesterday, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Or in the midst of an argument and they're posting things like that. I feel like for females, it is definitely a self-esteem issue and it could possibly be what they saw growing up. Mm-hmm. If, if you see your mom staying with someone who is abusive, who, like you said, maybe gives gifts as a form of apology or, you know, um, your mom is staying with someone who is verbally disrespectful and she's staying with him maybe for security reasons, you're likely to do the same thing. 
right? Mm-hmm. Like as as a woman, you're like, okay, well, he's providing, like we have a roof over our head, he's doing X, Y, and Z, and I don't see nothing. I mean, as long as he says sorry, or as long as I get something back in return, like we on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. I I I wonder if these people have people around them that see what's going on and either don't say anything because a lot of people think other people business is just not their business mm-hmm. which is true um however i feel like a good support group like will nip that in the butt but i wonder if they see anything wrong with that behavior and if anybody else around them sees anything wrong with that behavior staying with someone mainly because they are financially supporting you although they could be physically emotionally or verbally abusing you mm-hmm. well I, I think you bring up a good point um that women uh do like the pros and cons mm-hmm. when they're in a situation like that mm-hmm. like okay well and then pros and cons easily slip into excuses mm-hmm. you see what i mean so like True. um I think, you know, going back to your original statement about normalizing it, when you get out of a traumatic experience like that and you speak on it, it could potentially be uh, traumatic to the point where you don't even talk about it. So how can we normalize um, choosing you first if we don't Mm. even talk about how you got out of that situation, what was going on while you were in that situation, and then how you heal moving forward right. um and we're all grown so everybody has kids now too right so like how you navigate that now with still being a parent mm. that's a tough situation and i think not enough people talk about um normalizing choosing you first mm-hmm. when you see the red flag like you know what I'm not going to even allow you to have the opportunity to do this. Mm -hmm. And I'm not even going to fall in love with potential. Mm. I'm going to say, you know what? I see where this is going and I'm going to make the decision. So I think Mm -hmm. that, um, and, and, and here's the thing, right? If you, if you grew up seeing it and then you have kids, when do you make the unselfish decision to say, you know what? I saw this, this ain't cool, and I don't want this for my kids. No matter how big the house is, no matter what kind of car I drive, no matter how many zeros is after mm-hmm. the the check that's coming in, right. I'm going to make the decision to be dead and broke before I stay Girl. in a situation where you, know, you decide, like, this is going to be okay. So I right. think for a lot of women, they do make the decision to say, you know what, I can or I can't. And mm-hmm. once they do that, then you it, it's, it's a whole healing process after yes. you, you bounce. I, I wholeheartedly agree with you as far as, you know, not norm, not knowing how to normalize um, putting yourself first. Mm-hmm. And put, putting yourself first um, is something that's hard to do when you're in a relationship mm-hmm. because you're supposed to be selfless mm-hmm. when you're in a relationship, right? So... When you're actually in it, it's like, okay, this is happening, but I'm going to do everything in my might and I'm going to do everything in my power to make this work, mm-hmm. but you're not working. But And I think that also, I'm, I'm going to jump to a, like something that's similar to that. I think that works in any kind of relationship yes, that you have. anyone. Whether it's a 
intimate uh, relationship, whether it's a uh, friendship mm-hmm. kind of relationship, whether it's a parental relationship, mm-hmm. if it's not working for you and you verbalize, this is what I need mm. and it's not working and that other party can't give it to you. Mm. I think we have to normalize not just intimate relationships, but just relationships in general. In general. Like right. this is not suiting me. This is the reason why. Can you give me what I need if mm-hmm. you can't? So, um, I say you something earlier today mm-hmm. and I'm going to try to remember what it said. Okay. It said, um, don't get in the habit of personalizing relational shifts. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bruh, I'm not for everybody. What? Girl. <gasps> I, I am just, not. I just screenshot this yes. shot that said that. <laughs> I am I'm not for everybody. Yeah, I'm not for everybody. And I'm okay with not being. And everybody's not for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but, see, the thing, I, I, but see, the thing about it is we always talk about leaving. Mm-hmm. But what if somebody leaves you? This is true. We have to be okay with that. And I yes. think you said this to me, like, we're going to be the villain in somebody's story. Yeah. Right? Always. And so I realized that with the path that I'm going on, and with the things that I want to accomplish and the way that I want to be become a better woman, mm-hmm. some relationships for me just n- are not going to work. Mm-hmm. Or, like the quote said, it's going to be a relational shift. shift. So mm-hmm. while I used to hang, do all this, you know, with you, it may just be a, a text from now and then like, hey, yo, you good? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. That's the dynamic that I can now yes. comfortably be in. And I think there's a good book um, that Pastor Darius Daniels wrote. Mm-hmm. It's about relational intelligence mm-hmm. and emotional intelligence. Like, what can you handle? And it's not necessarily about the other person. Right. It's about where you are in your stage, in your life, and how you communicate to this person like, Plain and simple, it's corny, but it's the truth. It ain't you. It's, it's me. me. Girl. Girl. <laughs> Girl. It ain't you. That that, that line has been in so many movies and you know, so many books and you know, a lot. But if you really think about it, it's not you, it's me. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're probably okay with this. Mm-hmm. You're probably okay with how things are going, mm-hmm. and that's fine for, for you. <laughs> but I'm not okay with this, mm-hmm. and I'm not okay with how things are going. And I'm gonna verbalize that to you. And if it don't come out in my favor, and not even come out in our favor, because we both should be able to come to a, 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 a compromise and mm-hmm. understanding or something. But if the other party is giving you a wall or they're giving you a, I can't do that. I, 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 no, 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 no. If they're, if they're giving you that wall, no type of work with you type space. Oh, you, I, I got a piece out. Right. And- because how can I continue to give myself of uh, to you? And again, no matter what type of relationship, mm-hmm. it could be a, 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 a intimate, a, a parental, a friendship. No matter what type of relationship, how can I can how can I, you know, pour into the relationship and your clothes? Mm-hmm. And, and I'm spilling all over the place. Right. And, and I gotta, I have to admit, um. Over the last year, I took some things very, very, very personal. Mm. And it wasn't even an intimate relationship. Mm. 
It was friendship. Mm. And uh, here's here's a question for you. <laughs> I'm gonna throw in some. <laughs> if you have a circle of friends, mm-hmm. right? And there is a break between two friends. Is it disloyal or unloyal to be cool with the other party knowing that they trash the other friend? How are you viewed if you continue to like, hey, I'm still going to chill with this person and right. I don't know what they did didn't to say you. nothing, are, don't do are, nothing. Yeah, don't. like, are you like, my thing is, um, I had to understand that people can make their own choices. Right. People can do what they want. They can hang who they want. Mm-hmm. They can be they could be whatever they want to be. Do whatever they want. But I had to make the choice that look, if this is what you're going to do, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be open and tell you this is what my response is going to be because right. I can't handle that in my capacity. Right. right? So um I think with friendships, they can be tricky, mm-hmm. right? Oh yeah. Because like it's not, I'm not sleeping with you at night, so I can right, care right, less, right, right. but at the same token... But um, you also don't want your loyalty to be, a, a, a then turn into a burden. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I don't want my loyalty to you to turn into a burden, whereas you feel like you can't do X, Y, and Z. Look. If that's what you want to do, cool. My loyalty... <laughs> right. If that's what you want to do, that's fine. But my loyalty, at the end of the day, has to be to me. Because if it's not, mm-hmm. who else is going, like, come on, you, you gonna let somebody dog me out there? I'm a bet on me like, all the time. All the time. Period. And it's just like, you know, I, I don't take things personal because your journey is your journey mm-hmm. and my journey is my journey. So if I took what you did to me personal, I would always be miserable, mm-hmm. right? I, I had to take the high road. What did Michelle Obama say? When they go low, you go high. So when you go low, I'm going to go high. And, mm-hmm. and my high is I have to, I have to then measure mm-hmm. what, what I can, what I can what take, can can take, what I can't take, what I will take. And what I won't take. Mm-hmm. I have to do that. I think it also comes with... Um, and you can't be mad at me for that. And, and if you right. are, your emotional intelligence, you, you, you're not you're not taking a step back saying, okay, maybe this is what she needs for her. I was going to say that exactly. Like, when we're told, hey, I can't do that. Or when we're telling someone, hey, I can't do that. I guess it has to be what is the expectation moving forward, mm-hmm. right? And when <clears throat> you decide to leave a, a situation, um, the expectation is okay. Am I leaving it for good? Mm-hmm. Am I leaving it for a little while? A little while. Mm-hmm. Am I leaving it and I'm blocking you on everything? Mm-hmm. Am I leaving it and I'm going to trash you to everybody that you know? Mm-hmm. What is the expectation here? Because that's when I think that what I was talking about earlier, the healing part after you decide, mm-hmm. I think it's normal for people to grow and for relationships to change. That's going to be a hundred percent. No one's ever, that's just, it is what it is. Yeah. Like period. That's what's going to happen. The only person that's going, that's going to have my back all the time, guaranteed a hundred percent of the time is God. Jesus. Something about the name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that, and, 
and that's everybody's right. Mm-hmm. But I think that normalizing when you're not okay and not holding on mm-hmm. has to be something that is more spoken about. And it's like, yo, I'm, I might need a moment. But I think you just said something. You all, you know me. Oh, yeah. Always got to take it right back to the chat. Right. You just said something that is crucial. And you said it, but there's power in what you said. Mm. You said the only person that's going to always be there for you, that's going to always be there, no matter what, take your bag over arm. It's okay, baby. Right. It's Jesus. Right. right? Some people don't believe that. Okay, now we believe that, so we can't even like step outside of the realm of believing that, and that's exactly why I think I am the way that I am. (laughs) Um, Some people just don't believe that. They don't believe that someone is there to hold them and caress them, and to and to and and that they can dwell in Mm -hmm. with their feelings Mm -hmm. and with their emotions. Mm -hmm. And oh my God, they're leaving me, and and so what am I gonna do? Right. They don't bye. Tell them black. <laughs> <laughs> they on on their end, let's just say they're getting left, right? Mm-hmm. Some people go to the ends of being suicidal. Yeah. Some people go to the ends of being depressed. Mm-hmm. I think someone who knows themselves would be like, all right, if that's what he or she needs, mm-hmm. then I gotta be okay with that. Mm-hmm. But they also know that they're they, they have a high self-esteem. Mm. And I would hope and believe that they believe in a higher power that, that everything works for the good, good right? Because mm-hmm. that's how I feel. Everything works for the good. So if it didn't work out with you, it's okay. It ain't it what what is it it's not finished till it's good. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's how I feel. Right. So if it wasn't good with you, right, I, I'm not finished. Mm-hmm. So I know that if I cut it off, I'm okay. Right. And I think but, but but there's a th- I have a cut off spirit though. Oh, girl. Listen. Uh, but but listen. Jesus I sometimes you. the cut off spirit may be too soon. This is true. This is it's true. It's not it bad to have a cut off spirit because me, I'm like <laughs> depends on who it is. Mm-hmm. Put it that way. Yes. It depends co-worker, on who it is. Depends on the value. Yeah, the of value the relationship. right. The coworker. <laughs> Don't even I am me. Don't even say good morning to me. Like I, I don't like you, and I don't have to like you. And after I clock out, we're not going to the See, bar. My coworkers, I like, tell them, look, Mm-mm. we're not friends, right? But I'll show myself friendly. Right. <laughs> no, like, uh-uh. if you if you ask her my last email me, oh, we gonna have something. I'm gonna give you like <laughs> all the best at the end of my email. Like that means you already know all the best, right? You already know what that means at the end of an email, you know? Um, but if there's somebody I really care about, I have a difficult time just... Mm-hmm. And unless it is really damaging to me or my children, mm-hmm. then I don't have a problem with doing that. Mm-hmm. But previously, my cutoff spirit showed up and showed out. Like, mm-hmm. what? Like, my grandfather? Uh, click. Like, I just... Now we're in a much better better space, space praise mm-hmm. God. But before it was like, I don't have to talk to you. You don't have to talk to me. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. When you understand somebody's background, mm-hmm. what they've been through, mm-hmm. the kind of trauma they lived through. Mm-hmm. My mom always says this, Britt, look at their life. 
don't look at them for what they are right now. Look at mm-hmm. how they got to where they are. Mm-hmm. And you can start to give them a little grace. And then you'll start to say, mm, poor soul. Yeah. And when you get to poor soul, you don't even gotta cut them off in a malicious way. You can be like, this ain't suiting me no more. Mm-hmm. And I got to go. Yeah. And you let Oh, yeah. Them- it don't have to be malicious. Yeah, no, no, no. But sometimes I think people think that when you are leaving a relationship oh no it don't have it to, has be to be this turmoil right right right, like, right no it no, could be no, like no. yo no it's I not see, serving me anymore yeah, i see where this is, this is i'm going and like the funny thing is like when people break up it's not funny but it's it's not funny no no it's not funny but it's like bruh you knew like my first boyfriend that I, like my first true love that i ever like dated right like when we broke up, homeboy was acting surprised. Like, bruh, why are you acting surprised here? Like, we both knew what you did. We mm. both knew what you was doing. Mm. So why are you acting like, oh, I can't believe you just gonna leave? Like, you knew this was not good for either one of us. So one of us had to take the leap of faith and be like, hey. Mm. Well, one of us had to set a boundary. Right. Like, you know, you teach people how to... I treat you. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, you know, for me personally, when it comes to intimate relationships, you know, like you said, you have to look to see where somebody been. Okay. <laughs> now let me break this down. <laughs> for me, when I was early on in my relationship journey, mm-hmm. I would give years to relationships mm-hmm. because I'm like, okay, Michelle, like, you know, you can't, just leave the relationship. You can't just, you know, you got to give your all. You got to, I was one of those people that my loyalty was my loyalty. You know what I mean? I'm with you. Um, but when you stay, mm-hmm. okay. When you stay, you endure some things. Mm-hmm. You go through some things. You tell yourself, okay, this is the last time I'm going to allow this. And then it happens again. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you're like, all right. That just wasn't the relationship. Mm-hmm. You go to the next relationship. The same things don't necessarily happen, mm-hmm. but then more things happen. Mm-hmm. And you go through different things. And you tell yourself, okay, this, 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 this ain't the one either. Mm-hmm. So then you go to another one. It's like, and it's just a cycle. But as you get through that experience and you've been through enough relationships and you get closer to God, because we're a woman who, you know, mm-hmm. you know, commune with God. When you get when you get closer, you realize that first of all, time is precious. I'm like, dang, mm-hmm. I was giving time time. <laughs> and then you realize, <laughs> and then you realize it's not it's it's what a, it's it, this is my life to live. Right. This is my journey, and I know what I can take and I know what I can't take. But one thing I do know. Is if my spirit ain't right, mm. it ain't right. Mm. No matter how much time I give it, mm-hmm. God will be put that thorn Nudging. in my side. Nudging. And I'll be like, oh, where will you know? <laughs> you be in a whole relationship, like, Lord, please just help me make this okay. It, it ain't, ain't never okay. gonna be okay. It ain't never gonna be okay. Never. And you know better. And so, like, the phrase, when you know better, you, you do, do better. better. And if you don't, shame on you. Mm-hmm. Like, my, like, my mom, she be, she, like, back in the day, she used to be dropping knowledge. Like, <laughs> she's like, Britt, um, you know, if he do it to you once, shame on him. If he do it to you twice, 
shame on you. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, did you just come in my whole entire life with, yeah. with a simple quote? Like, and I feel like in relationships, you know, you want to work things out. But as for women, what though? For what? What do you want to work this out for? Right. If, if, as But as for women, if we're in a relationship and we're verbalizing certain things and you not catching it, how is that my fault? Mm. How is that? Why and, should and I endure it? Because you're not understanding. Too. Like, mm-hmm. clearly, how is it my fault when I say, you know what? This just ain't right for me. Mm-hmm. Because I know what it's like to be crying all night. Mm. I know what it's like to be driving around in my car and don't want to be home. I know what it's like mm. to, to, to be like, oh my God, I don't want to go home. Mm-hmm. Or I don't want to call them. Or, oh my God, they're calling me. Or, oh my God, it's my... like. And not to say that all moments are like that, Mm -hmm. but when you get to a certain point in a relationship and most moments are like that, Mm -hmm. you have to know it's not right for you or your spirit. Like why force yourself, like force something to work with it. What did it say? Don't force things. Know when to lead a party. Mm -hmm. Know when to... When or not, put your hair in a ponytail Listen, and lead a relationship. Like the preacher is preaching tonight. Can we just have a moment of silence? And then we're going to um, start the organ. <laughs> the offering music. The preacher is preaching. Like, no, but when you've been through, like, I've been through that. I've been through that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I, and, 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 and you just don't want to feel that in your soul, in your spirit. Like, I'm a passionate person. Mm-hmm. So... I know that certain things can take me there. And if if I'm going to shield myself from that, I'm going to shield myself from that. So what tips would you give someone who is struggling Mm -hmm. or like, okay, so let's have the conversation of how we normalize it, right? Mm -hmm. So what tips would you give someone who is struggling with do I stay or do I go? How would you help them? They sitting at Michelle's kitchen table. Mm -hmm. How would you help them or what advice would you give them to say, um, it's okay to leave. Like what? It's what? okay to leave. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, I, what I would do, mm-hmm. and anybody who knows me knows that I would first say you have to get to know yourself. And the only way that I was able to get to know myself was to get to know who created me, mm. right? Because again, my background. To this day, I mean, my biological mom is gone, but I can't even say I knew her. Mm -hmm. So she created me, right? She birthed me, right? But I don't know her. Mm -hmm. So even your mom and dad, Mm -hmm. even if you got to know them, Mm -hmm. that still don't, it still wouldn't tell you everything about yourself. Mm -hmm. God knows us. He created us. Mm -hmm. I would say create some type of routine where you're reading Either an inspirational word, um, God's word. Mm-hmm. I always start say start with the proverbs, child. Start with the proverbs because <laughs> it's wisdom. Right. You want to have some wisdom about yourself. But yeah, I would say do that and get to know you. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people, you know, are artists. Mm-hmm. You know, you like to draw mm-hmm. and, and paint. I like to write. Get in tune with that. Mm-hmm. Get in tune. With yourself and 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 really ask yourself, can I live with this? Mm-hmm. Like, can I truly, truly live with this? And you have to be so honest with yourself, you'll make yourself cry. 
No, I'm serious. Right. Like you got to be with your own tears. Mm-hmm. Like tears is a is a gateway. It's a it's a it's a it's a it's a part of a release. of a uh, a release. Mm-hmm. Right. You have to get with yourself, and you have to ask yourself the hardest questions. But not only do you have to ask yourself the hardest question, you got to be ready for that answer. Mm-hmm. And when you're ready for that answer, then you have to say, am I ready to either move mm-hmm. or am I ready to stay in this? Mm-hmm. My thing is, if something don't serve your spirit, you should move. Mm-hmm. You should go on ahead. Go on ahead with that. <laughs> like, I think anything that don't sit well with my spirit, I've always known it. Mm-hmm. I've always known it. No matter how far I got into the relationship, I've always known it. And I ignored it to the point where I couldn't ignore it anymore. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm at a point where when things don't sit right with my spirit, girl, you got to go. Mm. It's not right. It's not right. It's not right. And it's not to say that, um, you know, I'm a quick hitter, but because I pray in the morning, I, I, I drink my coffee on my patio mm-hmm. and I really take things in. And when I say I take them in, I apply it to my life. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, like how, what is God trying to tell me through this? Right. Okay. Because I have to really get it because I have to live this life. Mm-hmm. Like I can't go a day where I'm just skating through. <laughs> I'm not going to go a day where I'm just skating through. So I have to really apply certain things and you have to seek after that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You got, you got to go after that. You can't be like, Oh, I'm unhappy in my relationship. And I just pray something turn around. I just hope that something turn around. Right. Like you have to really say, okay, what am I doing? What can I do? Can I do anything else? Mm -hmm. And if this is not right for me, then I'm going to need help every step of the way getting out of it. And I think that's the real question. Mm -hmm. The real question is because I think a lot of people know they want to leave. I'm going to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. A lot of people know they want to leave. They, they, they want to leave. But they're not honest with themselves with the steps that it takes to actually leave. So I'll jump in and mm-hmm. I'll give tips on what you do on that part. Mm-hmm. Because now we're going from, you know, you want to leave. Mm-hmm. Right. One thing that I would say is seek counseling, mm-hmm. individual counseling. Mm-hmm. Right. Because that's another thing that's not normalized Mm-mm. is getting talking it out. Counseling. Like therapy talk to a professional not your friends Mm -hmm. not your parents not instagram Mm -hmm. not facebook talk to a professional someone who god created specially to to pick your brain and to get that that out to get that out right that's number one number two i would say be quiet Mm -hmm. be quiet like a lot of the time, we just run in our mouths. Mm-hmm. You know what you want. I want to be telling everybody your business. You be quiet mm-hmm. because in your stillness, in your quietness, that's when God will come to you, and you'll start seeing things that you saw, but then you really start seeing it. Mm-hmm. So be quiet. Don't argue. Don't you know. Say everything that's going to uh, be quiet and just really watch with that relationship, whether it's a friendship, again, w- really watch 
what is going on. Because mm-hmm. sometimes when we run in our mouths, like the um, it's a saying, like you got two ears and one mouth. Mm-hmm. Be quiet and listen a little mm-hmm. bit more, and you'll start to see things for what it really is. And your senses, like it's funny, um, people who are um, blind, mm-hmm. they hear everything, everything, because that sense is taken away. Mm-hmm. So that other hearing, you can hear everything. Mm-hmm. People who are um, who are hard of hearing or deaf, their vision is on, like, they like, how do you see that? Like, yo, because I can't hear, so my other senses right. are magnified. Keep your mouth closed. Watch what happens. Mm-hmm. Watch what you start to see. Watch the things that you start to hear, and you're like, yo, I didn't even notice that. So I would say, go to therapy, Keep your mouth closed and be quiet and watch. Mm -hmm. And also, have a plan. Mm -hmm. What? And and, and your plan should be including nobody but you you and God. Period. (laughs) Like, your plan should have just you and God. Because at the end of the day, all relationships can leave you stranded. Mm -hmm. But your relationship with God has to be solid so yes. write it down mm-hmm. this is where I want to be in five years This, and, and I'm saying this because I lived it mm-hmm. I was not always a planner mm-hmm. I just go with the flow type person I'm a little artsy a little quirky like that like <laughs> uh, writing stuff down like it gave me anxiety like because like, if I didn't meet that goal I'd be like failure failure it's like mm-hmm. it was just like wash the dishes by five and you got to it at six not a big right. deal like you know right. what I mean but writing things down used to like you saw me I'm like wait yeah you're like hold on wait, wait wait I'm like wait no don't write it down we just like my anxiety used to kick in but when I you make, when you write it down you bring it to life yeah you it says, um, make it pl- write it down and make, make it plain, plain. right? Mm-hmm. So now, I even That's if it's in my track process, yeah, it's something I wrote down, yeah, even in my phone, I like write it down mm-hmm. or you know, sticky notes. I have a, um, a prayer board, mm-hmm. right? So I write things down on my prayer board. It's like by this time, even if I don't get there, I'm moving in that direction, exactly. And so when you, you start, when you start looking at these visuals every morning. Right. Let's just say it's a romantic relationship mm-hmm. and you you already got counseling individually. So you know what your issues are. You know what you got work on. Right. Mm-hmm. You have now cut off all of the arguments. You're like, look, hey, I don't argue with you. They're like, and you're like, OK. Mm-hmm. So now you're at peace. You come into a place of peace. Mm-hmm. And now you have a plan and you're working towards that plan. They're either going to see that you're working towards that plan and they're going to change their actions. Mm-hmm. Or it's going to be easier for you to be like, mm, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. So I think that if we're going to talk about normalizing it, we can't just talk about normalizing it. We got to give people some something to chew on, something to right. think about. Like, yo, don't be afraid because there is there is life on the other side. It is. And it's not a bad thing. Like, you, you don't have to feel like a failure. Because it didn't work because out. Because it didn't work out. Because even though, you know, time is precious and we don't have a lot of time, you can always revisit. Mm-hmm. If that person is willing to, you can always yeah. revisit. Like, look, I just needed my space. And you can talk to them about that. Look, I just need my space. Um, 
Yeah. I understand you might not be ready for that space, but this is what I need. So if we're going to make this work, please allow me to have that time and then we can reconvene and talk about it again. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes it just just don't work out that right. way. So and you will be more well in your mindset if you go about it that way mm-hmm. versus you hurt my feelings, I'm out. Because mm-hmm. then you leave stuff on the table. You mm-hmm. don't really know if you gave it your best shot. Mm-hmm. Like, you just, I'm out. Right. Have a plan. Mm-hmm. Seek counseling to work on yourself so that you can really say, oh, I know what my issue is. Like, right. I know I jacked up in this area. And a minor tweak with your own self. Right. It's called accountability. For yes. Yes. Worry about your own self, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there's no girl in this video. Worry about her. I think her damn shot album or something. She's like, worry about you own self, right? <laughs> when you worry about you own self, a lot of things start coming to light. And yes. I think that, you know, I, what I would want to encourage, like, my takeaway from this is be like, yeah, stuff happens. Mm-hmm. But did we do the work? Mm-hmm. And if you did the work, it's okay to step back from any kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. And if you are well with yourself, you got to be well with somebody saying, you you don't fit me. Mm-hmm. And somebody has to be well with you saying, I can't take this and you don't fit me either. Right. That's it. Right. That's a good takeaway. I mean, mine is kind of similar. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I would say that um, doing the work is the most important thing. It really is. And once you've done that work, you have to put the work into action. You know, doing the work is not just for you, but it's for, um, you know, other people too. Mm-hmm. So you do the work, you know what I mean? And you've done all this work on yourself. You don't necessarily want to be in a situation where your work doesn't show up or it's not, or it's not welcome. Like, you know what I mean? So my takeaway would be, you know, do the work, Mm. get to know what, what ticks you, what triggers you things, get to know yourself, (laughs) get to know yourself Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, it's you and only you. Mm -hmm. And honestly, we have to, we have to really look at it like that. A lot of people don't want to be selfish. It's not, well, it's in some people's nature to be selfish, but right. it's not in other people's nature to be selfish. And sometimes you have to be selfish. Mm-hmm. You do, because if you're not well for yourself, you can't be well for others. others. You can't mm-hmm. pour into other people, and that's what we're here to do, to pour into others. And I can't pour into others if I'm sick in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Any relationship don't at that. Don't want that sick water. Exactly. Don't want that. Don't, don't <laughs> want that sick water. So we got we got to do the work on ourselves, and you know once we do that, we can be well for others, and we will know what serves us and what does not, and we're okay with that. I agree. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. We I were, love talking to we, you, girls. Girl, girl <laughs> we so would love to, to hear from y'all. We love hearing from y'all. Please yes. visit us when we go live. Thirst Trap Podcast on Instagram. Yes. Um, send us your questions. Send us questions. Comments. You can email us at the Thirst Trap Podcast at gmail.com. But definitely stay tuned because we got some good stuff coming up for y'all. I'm excited. Me too. I'm man. excited. <laughs> well, until next time, y'all stay thirsty. Bye. Bye. Bye.